You're listening to the Naughty Root Show. That was Frauds by VV Pete, followed by the Mulgrab remix. So we're talking about age mm. in dating. You know, um, mm. I think in today's society, we obviously live in a pretty open world, mm. but I believe there are still a few judgments out there, and we want to kind of conversate about that. Oh, it's definitely a bit of a taboo because it's just a tricky thing. Like, there's kind of this physical, kind of your physical age, but also there's kind of like your mental age. Mm. And some people uh, at certain ages are kind of younger or older than they may be. Yeah. I mean, especially with us guys, I don't think we fully mature till it's like 27, 28. So I think uh, we'll always definitely be a year or two younger up there than we are, than we are physically. But it is mm. quite interesting because, like, you, you do meet people and you are compatible. You are compatible, like, when it comes to an emotional level or kind of like a mental level. Mm-hmm. But you may be, like, three or four years difference, both kind of guy being older, girl being older, whatever. Yeah. And it can be quite a different thing, a kind of difficult thing for some people to get their head around. But it's, it's interesting. So you're going to share your personal story, Adam. What's the oldest you've dated mm, I think or slept with? Slept with, I think, like, biggest age group might be, like, 20 to, like, well, maybe being probably 19, girl being 23, 22, yeah. 23. So not, nothing major. Okay. But no, I think especially kind of like most of you will know, like I'm pretty happy with the whole Bachelor lifestyle, the single Pringle. So my story's definitely come like more down to like a more of a hookup kind of point of thing. Mm. And it's definitely happened quite a few times. Like, um, for example, we had a um, little event the other week and I started showing this chicken and it's all going well. Mm. And like really well, I'm kind of enjoying the time. I wasn't kind of thinking about that at the first, but like I'm starting to get like the vibes are good. The flirting's good. The kind of chats are uh, great. And it gets to the point where I'm kind of flirting and then she kind of says, oh, how old are you? And then I the said, scary question. Yeah. And Whether then like, we lie or we tell the nah, truth. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a good Catholic boy, you know I me. Mean? Obviously, I always tell the truth. Yeah. Wear my heart on my sleeve. No, nah, so I was like, there's no point in lying. People will find out eventually. So I just kind of said, oh, I'm 20. And she says, oh, I'm 23. But then, okay. uh, no, she didn't say I'm 23. She said, oh, you're my little brother's age. You, you're, now, you're now officially, um, you're now officially like a best friend vibe to me. Like, like straight up to me. I'm like, geez. So is that a. Big friendship zone, a friend zone. Oh, not comment. really, not really. Because I think brother zone. Yeah, he was like, I feel like that, that's an even worse one because like she immediately sees you as your little brother. Yeah, and there's nothing less sexy than comparing no, someone I th- to your family I think so. I think if someone's gonna use the, you look like my younger brother. Yeah, or, that's like oh. you're like my little bro or yeah. my little sister. And if they take Chances that, is gone. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, that I think so. Liz, what do you think? I, yeah, I mean, I said it. Chances yeah, chances think, are if somebody's calling you their younger sibling. So how did it go? What happened after that? I think I've definitely uh, struck up with her. But no, it was really nice. Like, really lovely girl, and I yeah. can't blame whatsoever. Yeah, but did you, you guys kiss th- or, or no, Honestly, no, it was, just, it was just a chat. We spent the night together. Yeah, cool. She made sure that she got home safely. I got home safely and avoided all the interesting characters on the Belgrave line. Yeah. And it's good. And we kept in touch, and she's a lovely girl. And that's why I think about it more than, as I kind of said before, if it did come down to a cook-up, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But the fact we kind of had a great night with her, we had a great chats, we kind of mates, that's more than fine to me. Okay. But it did get me thinking, because that has happened before, even when it's only been like a one or two year. Like, two, like probably the one that kind of did gets me like, from my past life, probably about a year or two ago, like I this girl, and lovely girl, absolutely stunning girl, like looks-wise. And like I was kind of, not heads over heels for her, but I was like, damn. Damn, like she is, I, I like, me likey. Was this the one that called you her little brother? Nah, different nah, different story. But this was like, she's only a year older than me. And okay. we were kind of chatting. And I think through a bit of miscommunication, she thought I was 21. and not, No, she thought I was 20 because I was 19 at the time. She thought I was 20, but I was 19. But I think a couple, a couple of drinks were had in per se. And I, I think miscommunication got through. Nothing happened. But I kind of keep the flirting going, kind of keep the chats going, kind of mm-hmm. see how we go. 
and I think word gets through to her friends that I um was uh that was like that I was nineteen, and kind of immediately after that, kind of you just felt the situation just fell completely flat. Yeah, nineteen's a tricky one. Yeah, but she was also twenty, so it's only a year difference, and I, I kind of got me interested. But when it when it's back, then it's a bit different. I don't know, could be wrong, you, you know. Exactly, but no, it's, it's an interesting thing. There's no right answer to it, and everyone yeah. thought it got certain things they're comfortable with. Yeah, what do you got to say, Liz, about that? I feel like the younger you are, the weirder the age gap is. Exactly. And the, the older you get, the more like normal, like slash like the the more like normal yeah normal mm. it is to uh, do stuff like that because I think yeah it's it's a young people thing. When you're in high school, like it's like I can't date the grade below or mm. you know. It's like there's big differences, and obviously when oh, you're exactly. still a teenager, there's big differences. Oh, exactly. But look on the on the on the conversation of age and dating, like let's be honest, like we all live in a pretty lawless era where love is pre- pretty much like anything goes. Love is love, and I will emphasize the pretty much mm. because you know there is still a lot of judgment out there. For example, if you're what a eighteen year old chick and mm. you're dating a forty year old male. Is there a yeah. bit of concern around that? Mm. Can, or can we just say that, you know, love for you can love just whatever you want? There is. I, a, sorry, Liz, Liz, say, come on. I think it goes both ways. I think I think there is that whole element of like, you know, you want to support this person and doing whatever they want to do. Mm. But there's also very much a concern that they are being, I guess, mm. led astray by somebody who's older and maybe in a more of a powerful mm. position in led life. Astray, mm. yeah. I think it's a power play. Mm. kind of situation. So what do you think? Do you think it's a power play when a 40-year-old dates an 18-year-old? I think it, uh, it it begs the question, why is he not able to date within his age range? Mm. That's like a question I would have if yeah. my friend was in a situation like that. I think that's a valid question. Mm. You know, it is when you've got a f- it, like 40 and 17, or oh, not 17, sorry, yeah. 18, <laughs> um, you know, when that's a... Mm. A factor. It's like why isn't why aren't they dating someone in their own age bracket? Is it because they are too immature and they can't date people their own age? Hence, mm. why he needs to date someone a lot younger. Or like Liz said, is it a power play? I mean, mm. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we, can, we, we can go into that. And look, I've read a rule here. You know, there's a rule about What's age. The rule? Is it there's a there's a rule. Oh. Um, you know, obviously rules are made to be broken, but it's you can date half your age. Plus seven. Half your age. So, so, how, so how old are you, Liz? I'm 23 this year. Yeah. I'm 23. Oh, my God. Is it, yeah. So 23, half of 23 is what? Can't even do my math. 11.5, I think it is. Plus yeah. seven. Okay. So that makes 18 and a half. So you're all right to date an 18. I feel like that's just barely legal, and <laughs> yeah. I would be very concerned. <laughs> but, for example, for me, I'm 24, so half my age is 12, plus seven is 19. Mm. So I could date a 19-year-old, but couldn't date an 18-year-old. It's also there's also a big difference between is it socially is it lawfully acceptable versus socially acceptable. And that's another thing we talk about, you know, socially acceptable. Socially acceptable is such an adapting thing. When we talk about bloody Elvis Presley's oh, era, yeah, cool. wasn't he dating like a 14-year-old? Choices were made, yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. you know, different, but you know, we was we talk and now obviously within this today's society it's completely mm. not okay. Hmm. But yeah, I think uh, it's definitely free for thought, but it's, it's yeah, it's a tricky situation because, again, mm-hmm. like I said before, you can be 19, but you can be very mature for a 19-year-old, or you can be 26, 27, and still think like a teenager. How old's what's-her-name? 
the girl that sings, um, I'm a bad guy. Billie oh, Eilish. Billie she's Eilish. like two, two, three years younger. So she, I think she's either yeah. 19 or 20 this year. Oh, yeah, I think she's my age. Yeah, and how old's her partner? Like 30-something? Actually, God. Um, yeah. I'm not really up to the celebrity gossip, Me unfortunately. Me either, to be honest. But, you know, there's a thing. He's older than her, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think it did spark a bit of concern over the internet. But I guess what we have to, you know, I know that... Uh, People make choices in their life and it's their choice to make. That's exactly right. Who are we to say? Nice. And uh, what choice are we making when it comes to music next up? For sure. We're going to keep the uh, bangers rolling. We have All of Me by Kian, followed by Daily BB. You're listening to Sin. You're listening to Sin. That was Daily BB by Rick Rufio. And before that, we had All of Me by Kian and Becca Hatch. You're listening to The Naughty Root Show. This is Sin. Guys, how are we doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, living, living it and loving all the chats we're having at the moment. Yeah. And long, long may they continue for the next hour and 23 minutes. Yes, sir, you are with I, us. I like <laughs> that I'm getting to live vicariously through your love lives. <laughs> oh, come on. Through, come sorry, on, through your single life. Let me, let, me, let me clarify. I have a love life. Yeah, I'm so I'm sorry. How is that going? <laughs> You're right. Two, no, two, of course. Two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs up. Oh, no. Yesterday was two years. Two oh, years. Oh. Very nice. Wow. Are you gonna are you gonna propose to him or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The proposal's tomorrow. Oh, is oh, it? Nice. Here we go. We're getting the exclu- we're getting the exclusive balls. tonight. That's what I call journalism, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's so good. You know, obviously, you know, you've got a partner. That's mm. fantastic. I've got a partner. Um, and. Adam, have you got a partner? I've got my left hand. Oh, that, yeah, there you that go. Is a, definitely a relationship. Exactly. It's a very committed one. We, we serve each other very well. Look, finding partners, you know, it can be pretty hard. And I think that leads us on to our next topic we are talking about today. Exciting. So, topic, where to find a partner. Sometimes you'll be cramped up in your little palace, a princess up in the, the, the tower, and you're like, where is my prince charming? If that feels like you, well... We're chatting about it. Yeah, what do you got to say about that? I think there are lots of places. Mm. I think there are, like, a lot of answers to this question, Mm. which I think makes it sound like there are no answers Mm. to this question. It's such an open-ended question because it's kind of like, what what type of person are you looking for? What what do you like? Like a person who's kind of really academic or a person who's kind of really study-driven, then probably the best chance to meet them is probably through uni or through clubs or through political societies. You're not really likely to meet them on the dance floor at Revs, are you? Mm. I have one thing to say, and that's Unimob Love Letters. Have you seen the posts? They are the best. No, what is this? Unimob, okay, uh, they do this on RMIT Love Letters too. So unis have these like love letter forum pages Mm -hmm. and some people like to sell themselves on these pages and then they put like a Google Doc at the end or they say, heart reactive, this is you and then I might slide into your DMs. So Mm. it could be something as simple as like, you know, my name is Liz and I like doing radio who all about you and it's just like somebody who likes to listen to radio. what, What is this place called? Unimelb Love Letters. Unimelb Love Letters. RMIT has one too. Mm. I think, I bet Monash and Deacon and Swinburne all have it. But yeah, All the girls of my journalism co all got a shout out on that the other day. What? Aww. Yeah, it was literally just kind of the thing that popped up. It was like, not going to lie, all the journal chicks are pretty fit. <laughs> See, that's like, how yeah. you find love, guys. Exactly. Yeah, he's hitting. He's hitting up the whole cohort. I'm like, fair play, mate. You got game. I think the girls that do do Jono as well are like really lively, and they want to. I mean, can't you say me? Obviously, it's just... well, exactly. If you look at Adam, Adam's done. My Jono, favorite woman. He's, 
He's he's instantly. Just... Hey, I, could, I could rock a, I could rock the drag queen look one day. Okay. Yeah, I think Alessandro. I got the, I got the legs for All it. Right. But you know, if you listen to the way Adam talks, you know, obviously a lot of other Jono people kind of talk the same. They're very bright and bubbly, and that's a very that's a very attractive trait. As a Jono person, very dead inside. You're doing Jono as well. <laughs> no, I did it. Oh. Yeah. I have a diploma. Ah. Oh. We we and learned... then I did a communications. Match. We learn to be great actors and all that. But, but, Liz, was... but Liz is still cute, though. It's still got a great personality. So Exactly. Sorry, boys. Off the market. Can't Aww. have me. Oh. <laughs> can't, can't say we didn't try, Jack. Right. I know. Exactly. We, we struck out there. <laughs> but yeah, I think it all kind of comes down to who are you? What are you looking for? Where do you want to find it? Mm. What's your ideal girl? What's your ideal type? Because there, there's, so there's so many options. Well, then there's dating apps, but just, let's just say you're extremely high value. Hmm. And high value. Yeah, like high value. Like, you know, you enter the room and you're mm. you're the one, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, maybe it's hard. It, it, sometimes Tinder can be hard, but I guess mm. there are a lot of people on Tinder, so it's definitely not a, a bad platform. If I'm allowed to ask, where did you two kind of meet your partners? Like, yeah, kind of cool. Place? No, absolutely. I met her on Tinder. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very okay. nice. Yeah. Very nice. So obviously, you know, I was, I was in the same, same thing. Like, where do I find a girlfriend? I really want a girlfriend. Went on Tinder and, you know took me about a couple of attempts, but we, we got there in the end. Ah, that's awesome, mate. Very happy to hear. Oh, thank you. Yourself? Okay, so I need to provide context so it doesn't just get lumped into one bubble. Mm. We met through a friend. Mm. It just so happened to be on Discord. Oh, cool. Because the moment I say that, normally people are like, that's oh, like Discord s- relationship. That's super gamey, like gamer, gamer, gamer vibes. Like we met on Discord. Well, I like my, we, COVID. Yeah. Lockdowns. So you, I was in Singapore. And he where was, was he? here. Wow. It was a long distance relationship with a three hour time difference, but my sleep schedule is ratchet as hell, which means I'm still awake when he wakes up for work. So he wakes up at like 6 a.m., which for me is about like 3, 4 a.m. sometimes. Nice. And I'd still be awake. So, Discord, there you go. Guys. Oh, Discord's a good laugh. Though. No, yeah. through friends. That was the point. If only there was like a, like a community one, like you can just like join a random server. I feel like you can do that. <laughs> really? Yeah, That's no, cool. there's things on Reddit. There's things on Reddit which are very similar to that. Guys, yeah. naughty, rude Discord server. Is that what we should nah. start? Yeah, naughty. Then ra- we just start getting people to date. Yeah, I, I love the chance of becoming a little matchmaker, like na- naughty, rude Hell Tinder. Yeah. Matt, you know, the, like, you know, these thoughts and stuff is where, where great things happen. So, oh, Have you ever seen, um, you know, the Simon? No. Nah. Oh, basically, kind of something like yes. ASI and all that stuff. They kind of have this, like, real-life Tinder. They have, like, a real-life Tinder episode. It's I, feel awful, like we could do I love it. it. It's a guilty oh, pleasure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've we can, we can kind of like, like a... blind dates and they go up and say they pick up lines. Yeah, so yes. I will be yeah. honest. I've definitely learned one or two pick-up lines from no. that. Oh, uh, go on. No, those are... <laughs> can you say one, please? Uh, no, honestly, completely blank at the moment. But if they do come to me, I shall reveal them when we answer our, qu- our audience questions. Yeah. That being said, I did have a Tinder match just then, so I'm offering Tinder match. Here we go. I'm offering the um the naughty rude audience this once in a lifetime opportunity to send your best best pickup lines to the uh, Tumblr. Oh my god. And um, if I get a one that I like, I shall use it for tonight only. Did you hear that? If you guys say a pickup line, Adam is going to hit this girl up. With this pickup line. So make it your worst, very sideman. Let's go. Exactly. Try and get, now I've got a new challenge. Try and get Adam kicked off Tinder. Well, look, on it the, might happen. I think also on the, on the conversation of, um, you know, where to, where to find a girl. Like, obviously, dating apps can be a great, great mm. thing. 
You know, there's a dating app out there that's like, it finds dates for you. Like, it's like blind dates. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, you know how, yeah. You know how in like some countries they've got like arranged marriages where like they don't get yeah. to choose? Well, mm. this is how this dating app works. Like, they just mm. choose it for you. I, nice. think I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think there's like a, there's like a group in Singapore that does that. They do like matchmaking, but they mm. do like speed date matchmaking. So you pay like $15 to go to an event, you get like a couple of drinks and they basically facilitate an entire evening of speed dates. And I've always wanted to do it, but obviously not in Singapore and other reasons. Exactly. And now we've got a girl who's actually doing that for an assignment at the moment. Like in oh, our in our course, cool. yeah, she's going to a speed dating event in Fitzroy. And yeah, she's basically writing about her experiences, like the type of people that she met and basically kind of how kind of shaped her opinion of her because again, she's going blind, never done it. Okay. So it's really cool. Honestly, something I'd love to do. Like, I think it'd be good fun just to kind of meet people, see how the vibe is, and kind of go from there. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of. Um, I think we can all agree there's no real kind of direct answer to it, but you just got to keep doing things that you like, and kind of you might eventually meet someone who kind of likes the same things as you do. That is so, so true. And talking about things I like, I definitely like the next two songs that are coming out. Yeah. Well, look, like what you were saying before, like Daniel said, you know, be yourself, Bingo. emit confident vibes. That's it. And be your own person. As someone who's heard the next song before, it's very good. Nice. Yeah. We will have to say that it has some Naughty Rude language, but you are on the Naughty Rude show, so are you surprised? Not at all. Language warning. This is Dick Pick by Dusty. You're listening to Sin. That was Struck by Lightning by The Chats. Followed by, we had Gutter Milk, the Bobby Lees. Before that was Hope is a Risk by the Maggie Pills. And the first song we played was Dusty Pick, Dick Pick by Dusty. <laughs> and those were part of six weeks, uh, Sweet 16, which is Sin's High Rotation playlist, which is curated by our music lead, Sarah Davenport, and I am blanking. I'm uh, Tom? So, Tom, yes. I'm so sorry, Tom. But those, yes. Yeah, those guys are legends, making absolute bangers on the Sweet 16. Absolutely good music choices. For and you are listening to the uh, Naughty Roo Show at the top of the hour, and it's been a lovely hour of chat so far. I think we've loved it. Loved every minute of it, from the chat around kind of the age and the talk about age, kind of how much of a gap is too much of a gap, and the difference between physical maturity and, and mental maturity. And then what, what were the other chats we had? What was the last little well, segment? We were talking we about where do, where do we find a partner? Mm. Where do you find your light and... Sh- Night in shiny armor. So we're, we're both in a lustful mood tonight and also in a lovely, in a loving mood tonight. And I mean, just moving off of that, if you guys have any like cool stories about how you met your partner or any places that you think we could find partners on, feel free to slide into our DMs or slide onto our Tumblr if you want to remain a bit more anonymous. Mm, Where can they find us? Uh, so guys, if you want to get in touch with us, we are currently on Linktree and Tumblr. Or you can sign into our DMs, which is just the Naughty Root Show on Instagram. But yeah, Linktree Tumblr gives you the choice to kind of basically submit anything, any of your dirty details, any of your sexy little secrets, um, anonymously, and we will have no clue who you are. But we love t- telling about our stories. We also love hearing from you. And to the people that have already messaged, you are not forgotten or unheard. We will be reading your questions out tonight in just a few moments, actually. Hmm. But as always, if any of the chats do concern you, plenty of helplines that Sin does have a relationship with. 
and we shall read those out for you now. We have Beyond Blue, which is 1300 224636, Children's Helpline, which is 1800 1800, and QLife Helpline, which specialises in issues surrounding um, queer, queer identity and queer issues. So if you are part of those communities, definitely ring them. That's what I'd 100% recommend. And you can contact them on 1800-184-527. Chatting is amazing. You never want to kind of let everything boil up inside like a volcano and let it explode. So kind of keep it simmering, keep chatting, and just remember you are loved. Just a reminder, though, um, we talk a lot and we, we say a lot of things sometimes, but we are not, in fact, doctors and we don't actually know th- everything all the time, even though I'm sure... Yeah. Sometimes we sound like we do. <laughs> I am partial to a sexy nurse outfit, that's for sure. A bit of a nurse-patient roleplay, but I am not a qualified professional, that is for sure. And no. I'm not either. If I ever like to give advice, I'm a very advicey type of guy. But don't take it super literally where you hold my account, my word for it, because, yeah, I'm not a doctor either. Please exactly. see your GP if things are wrong with you. Mm, talking, or talk to a professional. Talking about questions, um, is it time to hear from the audience? I definitely believe it is. We have a submission received by Anonymous. Me and my girlfriend have been spending a lot of time with her family lately. And recently, her uncle has become invested in our sex life. And it makes me very uncomfortable. He asks for details and sometimes even asks if he can watch. How do I tell my girlfriend that I'm uncomfortable? Just literally tell her. Uh, Yeah. The words, I am uncomfortable, is probably preferred. Yeah, I think it's like at a surface level. I think one would say, mm-hmm. um, that's so weird that the uncle is interested in that. Mm. I think, um, you know, yeah. that's, that's no matter who you are, that's really none of anyone's business to oh, sort exactly. of know about your sex, sexual well, you sexual do. life. It's mm-hmm. like me asking you, Adam, I want to know about your sex life. What did you do to her last night, bro? I mean, no, man, and then probably we'll, said. <laughs> yeah, we <well, laughs> probably have that conversation. But, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, just, nah. Just, and yeah. if it does, out. yeah, it does get to the point like the authorities are always a question if it gets to that serious point. But yeah, definitely kind of end it while it's end it while you can. That's my opinion. We have another uh, submission received from anonymous. When was the last time everyone did the deed? <laughs> does anyone know what did the deed means? No, no, I don't. Um, I, don't I think maybe. Means. Sex is it's sex? very, very is that, much. Is that what you mean? It's very much kind of like a thirteen, a horny thirteen-year-old yeah, boy question. To ask. I think it might be. Um, when was the last time I did the deed? Um, probably like a week ago, my friend. I think about sixteen hours ago. Oh, nice. <laughs> that shall be all detail. Some details shall be revealed a little bit later on in the show. Okay. Yeah, so stay tuned for that, guys. More questions? Please feel free to hit us up on Naughty Rude Sin. We are on all socials, Tumblr, Instagram, the lot. Well, is it time to go from sexy chats to sexy tunes? Sexy tunes, yeah. We could put on another sexy tune. Why not? We have Brain Freeze by North Party House. We've got a few songs coming up after that. So stay tuned. You're listening to Sin. That was Spaceship by our boy Goldfang. Um, that is a part of our Sweet 16, which is really, really cool. We've got a few Sweet 16s in here. We also, followed by that, we had, what do we have? Brain Freeze by North East Party House. You're back at the Naughty Rude show. This is Jack, Adam, and Liz. Um, yeah, we've got a few more topics that we're going to be talking about today. We really want to discuss pulling out your phone, you know, Phones are big time nowadays. And how does that go with, like, relationships and dating? 
per se. I suppose these days we're kind of surrounded by technology, like you've got a piece of technology within a, within your hand reach these and it can be tempting. But I think there's definitely like almost like a, a code of conduct when it comes to it. There's like a, yeah, there's kind of like the times you do. Let's say if, in my case, like I would only really ever check it if the girl went to the bathroom or if I went to the bathroom. Yeah. Or if you're lining up to get a drink. But I feel like if you kind of add the table with her or them, I personally wouldn't touch my phone, to be honest. I think it's a bit of a... Yeah. I think especially within like the first maybe like half an hour of meeting them, that's when you should look really interested in them, especially if you like them. You yeah. want to be giving like a lot of eye contact, a lot of smiling, a lot of nod their head. If you're kind of just kind of half smiling, laughing, and then you're kind of like going, like checking your phone like I am now, mm. then it's a bit of a dodgy look in my opinion. What it, What does it show? What is it? This interest, the yeah. right to be somewhere else. Like if you're texting your mate or God forbid you're texting a, a t- another Tinder match, then that's kind of, that's showing you a lot, that's showing a lot about a person. I feel like it is rather rude. Plus, like if on a first date you're not putting effort in, it's not going to get much better in the relationship. Oh, exactly. And I like, I, I'm off the practice of like leaving my phone up sometimes, but if I get, I start getting a lot of texts and it starts like lighting up all the mm. time, it gets really distracting. That's when you kind of flip it over and you hope to God nobody calls you with an <laughs> urgent call. Yeah, I think I just make sure to turn my data off when I'm kind of like there. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of like you just flick it off and the worst thing you don't get is a notification from one like Angry Birds or something like that. Legit. What if, if like your mom needs to get to you? No, I'm on a date. Yeah. Mom. You can get back to me later. Imagine somebody's dying and you're like, nope, yeah. I'm on a date. No, she's a 10 out of 10, <laughs> mate. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> I can come to you later. Honestly, I'd be like, mother, I love you, but I need to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> so please just give me half an hour and I'll check to make sure the family's... Just write me a letter in the will and I'll read it later. Right? Oh, exactly. The house is burning down, but it's okay. We'll worry about it later. Exactly. Well, guys, talking about uh, pulling out your phone on a date, I've actually got a list here, and it's actually a hierarchy of how women and men rated the worst things that you could do on a date. Oh. All right? So, number one is didn't offer to split the bill. So, that was lowest with six men doing it and nine uh, females responding to that. I believe this was about 100 people entering this. The second one was... Took pictures of their food for social media. Apparently, that's quite a bad thing you can do on a date. I like taking pictures of my... Good thing I'm not going on dates. <laughs> I, 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 I think there's a bit of a stigma about that. I won't read through all of them, but there's another one. Chewing their food loudly mm. is quite one of the worst mm. things you could do. Um, another one is had intentionally misleading photos in an online dating mm. profile. Ooh. So, they've now come into your, you know, the date and Catfish. they... Mm look completely different. The top rating one with 69 men voting and women voting was... Nice. Texted when on the... Texted when on the phone. Yeah, it was on the phone. Yeah, I'm sure that's kind of texting at the table. Yeah, when you're texting at the table. Yeah. It's it's voted to be the worst possible thing you can do in a day. And like we said, shows disinterest, doesn't it? I think it just kind of shows almost like a lack of manners. Yeah. Like, if you're, kind of, if you're chatting with one of the, the lads, the boys, mm. would you kind of chat to them kind of just half looking at your phone or would you kind of like, if the conversation is like not just shit talk, you kind of like what we're doing now, giving each other eye contact, mm. laughing, smiling. Mm. So I think, yeah, like, especially if you're on a date and even if it's not going well, you should just kind of give them the time of day. They're taking their time to come out to you. Exactly. To hang out with you. Yeah. To get a drink. Like, there shouldn't be any sense of like superiority or like they should be lucky to get a drink with me. They're making a time. They're taking time out of their day to hang out with you, yeah. to get a drink with you, and you should be able to just respectfully kind of be respectful with it, have manners. And if, it, if it's Peter that, you should also be. If you're that disinterested, you should kind of, kind of have. I'll be use a bit of a crude expression for the guy. Just have enough balls to kind of admit that it's not going well. And do you mind if I head off? 
Yeah, that's that's a tough Plus, one. Plus, if they're like not looking at their phones and they're paying attention to you, you owe them that like same respect. Exactly. Right. You owe them the respect yeah. to like you know mm. give them the attention back and I be present that. with them. And you know what? When someone's present with you and they're really focused on you, that makes you feel special. And oh, it's quite exactly. a nice thing to be on a exactly. On a date like like that. I'm taking time out of my day to go on a date. Like, yeah. You know, it's not every day I give this time away, right? I think if you want to do pull the elephant out of the room, let's just say uh, our phone was on the table. I think a, wa- a, a nice way to go about it was like, you know what? I'm actually going to just turn this phone off. I don't know why I'm, this phone is out. I'm going to turn it off and I'm going to put all my attention onto you. Exactly. That's quite nice. Exactly. Yeah. I even feel like, yeah, like, and if you're just facing your phone face down there, that can also be giving off a good look itself. Yeah. Especially when you actively do it. It does look like, mm. oh, I've noticed that this is a distraction. I'm going to put it away. Exactly. But I'm not going to put it in my bag. (laughs) There was actually a study shown that they had two different types of crowds. There was one crowd that had their phone on them, not necessarily out and about, but subconsciously was there. And there was another crowd of people that just didn't bring their phone at all to the date. Mm. And statistically, the people that brought their phone, not even looking at their phone, were actually less open to the other person and was mm. less hearty and less em- emotional and less affectionate mm. with the other person than the people that didn't bring their phone. Mm. And I think what's got, what, what it has to do with that is I think your subconsciousness plays a lot in, in a lot of these things. And if you're think if you've got your phone in your pocket and you've just heard a vibration or something, you know. You're like, thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, you're thinking about it. There's a whole other world there for you. I think if you're also that bad, if you're kind of like, I mean, especially these days, a lot of us kind of, we are almost addicted to our phones. We just kind of, we just want to check. If you don't use it, at least kind of use your phone as kind of like an effort to kind of keep our conversation. Like, yeah. for example, a great kind of thing to talk about is like if they kind of mention they have a pet, like, what's your family like? They mention they have a pet, I was like, oh, can I see a picture of the the, ba- the, mm. the cuties or something? Or if we kind of meet up again, does that mean I'm the third? Like, one thing I say is that if a girl's kind of got a cute dog or a cute cat, to say, oh, if, we ta- if you take them for a walk sometimes, does that mean I'm the third wheel? So at least kind of use your phone as a, as a method to flirt. Kind of show them, or like show them where you work. I don't know. Show them. I picture you can. Mm. If you have to use it, at least use it to further the conversation. Yeah, mm. I think with within this day and age where everyone's on their phone, mm. I think it's quite an attractive thing just to completely leave it out of the picture, not mm. even bring it to the table. Mm. It's like, yeah, look at look at my look at my this. It's just like bringing that thing that, quite frankly, people are so addicted to. Exactly. It's like bringing out a freaking addictive thing that everyone's addicted to and be exactly. like, oh, here it is. I think the only worst thing you could do on a date, and this has happened to me, is that you bring a friend. Excuse me, what? Yeah, I, bring I've a friend. Why would you need to bring a friend? I don't know. That's happened. That's happened to me before. Someone brought a friend. Brought a friend, and we spent the next um hour trying to set a mate up with uh, someone on Tinder. I mean, yeah, I think they might have been sending a message. I think that oh, it ended it ended well for me. So uh, happy days, happy days. But I, I was very bewildered when that happened because I had no. Nah, no well, clue. I've I've done that before. Mm. I, I feel you. I've been on a date and we've hung out to the park and it was like they were like, yeah, I'm with my friend, come hang out. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, cool. But I feel it's like an official thing. Like it's not just kind of like a spontaneous in the moment. It's kind of like mm. next Wednesday or kind of sometime this week, Tuesday. Do you want to get a drink? Mm. And then I kind of bring you without telling them. That's a whole nother. Kettle of fish, yeah, per se. you're like, who is this? I'm like, oh, it's my best friend. I don't like that. I'm like, yeah. cool. Cool, nice to meet you. Am I dating I hope you like a three-way. Fan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, you know, phones. Phones in on a date. I guess our best advice is to just not use it at all. Pay attention to, you, to mm. your date. I'm sure she's got a lot of interesting things to talk exactly. about. Get to know them. Right. Ask her some questions. 
I think perks of being on radio, we can't avoid technology. So what do be the next song um, lining up on the screen at the moment, Jack? Next, we have Let It Grow by Inkswell. We're going to follow that up with Anonymous Stone by Hobson Bay Coast Guard. And we've also got Cellophane by Middle Kids. You're listening to Sin Radio. This is the Naughty Root Show. You're listening to Sin. That was Cellophane by Middle Kids. Before that, we had Anonymous Zone by Hobson Bay Coast Guard. And before that, we had Let It Grow by Inkswell. This is the Naughty Root Show. How are you all doing? We've got to check in on everyone, see if everyone's still alive. It's been it's been a while. Loving the vibes tonight, loving the sexy little conversations and very keen for our next segment. Yeah. Well, our next segment is Pulling in the Club. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. So, you know, Pulling in the Club, absolute. How do we do it? Like, we love going to the club. How do, how do we pull? It's Pulling in the Club. Matter of fact, Pulling in the Club. Yeah, I think let's pump it up. Pulling in the pulling in the pulling in the pulling in the club in the club pulling 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 in the pulling in the pulling in the Pulling in the club, pulling in the club, pulling in the club. Love it, love how that, do, love that do, little intro. Yeah, we I, had to do it. We should do that more often. I feel like kind exactly. of little intro to this we got to make we got to make songs, chuck just it in there. Just to introduce songs. Yeah, just to introduce. That's how serious we are. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We are fully professional here. But yes, um, pulling in the club is something that seems so easy in theory, but can honestly be so difficult. And it's something that also like a lot of guys and and girls, but I think from my experience, the guys who I chat to, it's a lot of it's a lot of thing that a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves to do. Yeah. Mm. And if they don't end up doing don't achieving that goal, then well, they can end up going home a bit pissed. But yes, I think honestly, if I was to talk from personal experience, is that sometimes being kind of just basic is sometimes the best approach. Some people are very smooth with it; they're very they're smooth like butter. They can go up to a girl immediately start. To, I mean, again, as someone who's straight, I can really only talk about. Trying to get in with girls, like honestly, mm. yeah. But yeah, I think some some guys can go real up to it and really start dancing with them, kind of get their hands all over them. They're just like that. But in my case, I'm not really like that. I don't feel comfortable doing that whatsoever. Mm. So honestly, I can use to compliment them if they're wearing kind of like a nice dress to kind of say, "I love the dress tonight." Where's it from? Or kind of like if you just kind of like if they're wearing kind of like, for example, chatting with this um, two chicks who are like really kind of punk rockers, like they've been to like Slipknot mm. before coming to the club. I said to them, oh, I love the little outfit you're going on right there. So you came up, you just said like your little outfit. Yeah, mm. kind of give, give me kind of Avril Lavigne kind of vibes, yeah. kind of something like that. Okay. So if you can compliment then or kind of even something like, how's the night going or how are you? As long as you've got a personality, back yourself up, then that can be fine. I mean, I know how are you is a bit boring. Yeah, but it's a hi. Song. How are you? Whilst yes. the music is dancing, if you kind of yeah, <laughs> hi. How are you? I am Adam. Nice to meet hey, you. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, but like, <laughs> you, it's all about how you bring about it. If you come across, yeah. with, if you come across with, like a smile, yeah, enthusiasm, or if you're just enjoying yourself, just kind of yeah. Sorry, I feel like yeah. As long as you have like you're confident in yourself and you kind of go up to them with a smile, like hey, how's it going? Like a big greasy smile. And say, has nice little little shirt. Exactly. But yeah, oh, if you're saying like, <laughs> no. nice little oh. <laughs> I wanted to ask both of y'all's opinion since I've got two boys here. Ooh. What are your thoughts on sending your friend to ask the girl for you? Um, um I would say no because it emits non self confidence. I can't mm. think of the word yeah. and that's anti confidence. Um mm. 
Yeah, no, I wouldn't recommend that. I love the idea of a wingman mm. and someone like you know helping you in the conversation. Sure, um, but no, nah, I never recommend saying, yeah. "Hey, my friend over there thinks you're really cute," and then they look over to you and it's just like this dumb and dumber scene. You, know? <laughs> you seen that scene in Dumb and Dumber? Don't think I have. But sure. I can picture. Yeah. I can picture. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm not really for the wingman approach. I feel like you oh. kind of, you kind of have to dive in deep. And what do you mean the wingman approach? You mean the where they go up and say? I think so. I think it definitely shows a lot of self doubt yeah. and a lot of kind of self kind of like judgment. Yeah. If you kind of need someone to basically hold your hand to get laid. Oh, I'm honestly. only asking because it's happened to me. <laughs> oh, and how did you feel about that? I don't really know. It's just really unfortunate because the guy that always comes to approach me is always the better looking. Mm. Of the two, mm. so I'm like looking at his friend, and I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> I will be dancing on the dance floor, correct? Yes, yes. maybe not with your friend." Right. Mm. <laughs> I was actually, it actually happened to me. Some girl came up to me. I was in the Brizzy Valley, and um, forty, love it. <laughs> yeah, and this girl came up to me. And she was like, "Hey, my friend thinks you're really cute." I looked over, and she was like, kind of like dancing, like pretty awkwardly I don't know I even as even as a guy to a girl I thought he was a bit like not mm. not cool with when that confidence yeah. wasn't there I think sometimes it's funny mm. like I think like I, I've told like a bartender my friend thought he was cute and mm. it's like both of us are laughing about it it's not like a real mm. active attempt to get this guy's attention does that right and that's I think that's a different thing as well you know you can have a bit yeah. of a laugh and a bit of a joke like but I think it's well, when you're really wanting mm. to know how to pull like but the yeah. the topic, I feel like you should never go out looking to get laid. That's one thing I like. I refuse to put. Like, I mean, mm. I did it when I was like freshly turned eighteen. Like, mm. oh, I'm I'm officially going out to party and I'm surrounded by hot chicks. Oh my god, something could happen. Mm. I feel like you don't want to put any pressure on yourself. That's yeah. right. I'm definitely more for the hatcher than the honey approach. I feel like you need to learn through experience. You need to learn to okay. get. You need to learn to get rejected. I feel. I feel honestly, the guys that go out to pull will frequently come home. Like, oh, exactly. Exactly, and I'll be honest, like in my personal experience, it doesn't happen that often when I do that. Mm. And the times it does happen, I've had fantastic times. Mm. And those are times I really look back on like, oh my God, that was a really cool night, I met a lovely lovely girl. Mm. But I think you definitely need to, you need to, need to just accept to yourself that for most guys and girls, it might not happen. And I think then, when you go out trying, you just end up getting a bit disappointed. Yeah, mm. and I think that's, it, it just changes things mental, like mentally. You're trying exactly. a bit too hard. You're not as yeah. naturally and flowy as you might be when you're not caring. And mm. you're not having as much fun. You're not oh, having exactly. as much fun. And I think that's what females are really drawn to, and males, is mm. the people that are having fun, you know. Yeah. Like, I think a girl, no matter how what their size is, they're not really interested in a big masculine guy. They're interested in a guy that is socially fun and feels like a comfortable person for them to be around. I can also offer up a piece of fashion advice that actually works for me. Yeah. I think if you're going out, try and dress colourfully. Yeah, I, I agree, for uh, sure. I feel like a lot of guys get um a bit kind of self-conscious about that. Like They think if you dress comfortably, if you're going to dress like in very brightly, that kind of gives off a different message. Potentially yeah. that you might be... You might be gay. Like, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of stereotypes. Like, for example, I prefer going out to gay clubs. I find the vibe to be much more interesting. Yeah. But also, I feel like you can dress how you want to dress. Mm. But especially the guy, every guy who's just an 18, 19 will be going out dressed all in black or all in white. You're not wrong. We'll all be dressing dressing the same the same shit from Culture Kings. We'll all be wearing the same Nike Nike White Air Forces or the Black Air Forces. We'll all be wearing like a chain, most of us, or, or, or a hat. You all look the same. The complete fuck boy look. Yeah. Oh, ex- the Eshe look. Yeah. Yeah, 
I went out the other night and I wore myself some black ripped bottoms. So they were kind of ripped on the bottom. Okay. I had the black singlet tucked in with the nice belt. Oh, and nice. then to complement it, I had a yellow, just buttoned up shirt over the top, not buttoned up, quite loosely hanging. But like contrast, the yellow was vibing and... Exactly, you stand out, you're different. Exactly. It's somewhere where girls like look over on their corner of their eye and think... Oh, exactly. Oh, this guy and you also, you also stand out. Like, bright colours attract more attention than dark colours. Just because... Yeah. My, my vibe when I'm going out is try look. Try look warm. Try look inviting. Try look, oh, exactly. Try look approachable. I think one of the big things that I will definitely... There's the biggest no that I've seen from um, other people is that you never approach someone from the back. Always approach them eye, eye contact. Because the amount of times I've, yeah. you know, I've seen girls, I've seen guys go up to girls, almost like try and start dancing with them when they're not even knowing. Yeah, or start it's grinding so up against scary. them, mm. and it is it's creepy, guys. It is creepy. We had this conversation the other week, and we're talking about actually how to do that. And I think, yeah, what what happens is sometimes they come behind, they get we were like we were touchy, like yuck. Yeah. Like, I don't know you. Don't. Yeah, get, exactly. Don't go behind me and like start and, and you, especially when they're like real, like having too much of a good time they're like and it's, it's usually like, and it's usually not not to stereotype it's usually your meatheads kind yeah. of like your big 6 foot 5 6 foot 6 absolute Hercules guys who kind of they can do that someone mm. like me I can't do that because I'm a bit of a twig I'll fully I'll fl- I'll fl- admit yeah. but yeah I definitely say it's just it doesn't work and if you are struggling just say hi how are you or say you look lovely tonight or like where's the night just it's or even like, oh, what are you drinking tonight? Yeah, you know, just start like a that. small conversation. Yeah, what are you drinking? Exactly, exactly. small conversation. One thing sure. I will say, being, doing um, this sex podcast has been a great pickup line for me. Oh, yeah? It has been absolutely amazing you, because it shows, pers- it, sh- it shows personality. It makes me stand yeah. out. It kind of says, oh, yeah. Or kind of like even I can joke about it, like maybe you make kind of a bit of content creating, but just basically have a fun fact about yourself. Not yeah. to sound too one-noted, we don't just talk about sex here. No, we don't. What we else talk about, about a lot of other things, like relationships yeah. and... Yeah, identity. Identity. Sexuality. It's all, it's all great. It's all fun. Hmm. All right. Well, it's 9.35. If you're going out tonight, I've got a song to make you feel nice and sexy yourself. Maybe you'll have the confidence to go talk to that girl and pull that girl and bring her home or guy, whatever your preference is. We have Oh Yeah by Ferris Bueller. You're listening to Sin. <laughs> we just had... Lovecraft by Yellow Dice Studios. Um, we also had No Name by One Tablespoon, followed by Oh Yeah, Ferris Bueller. I absolutely loved Oh Yeah, by the way. Definitely. Um, it's a good vibe, yeah. Vibe. Gets the sexy vibes going. Oh, exactly. De- Liz was yeah. loving it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> now turning turning the Aston Studios into a bit of a rave, I think, for oh, a good, so good 45, 45 seconds there. Liz, <laughs> like, I was so excited for that to finish. <laughs> Don't call me out. Nah, it's all good. Well, next topic, guys. We're going to be talking about crazy stories, crazy sex stories, relationship stories, just our personal journey, personal journey on the dating scene, the sex scene, the adventures that we've had, the people we've met, exactly, the times that we shared. <laughs> Adam is a amazing guy that has a lot of spontaneous stories. Is this my time to shine? I think it is. What what crazy stories you've got to tell us today? I'm, I'm humbly requesting that we kind of get like an, an Adam's Corner kind of intro going or something like that. Like, why why is that wise words with Adam or whatever bullshit? Oh, yes. I mean, I did have... I, I've had quite the um, quite the good week when it comes to that. I've definitely became familiar with yet another park and another... Um, 
another pier, funnily enough. Another park. When was this? Ha- when did this happen? Ah, uh, this was um, Monday. I think Monday night, just after after uni. I've been editing a couple podcasts, and a girl who I'm kind of we a bit of flirtation with. We kind of just got a drink down in Swan Street. Yeah. And we were very flashy. She lives with her parents, and I was like, oh, I can't really be bothered. Um, I mean, I can't. No, I can't be bothered. I can't take you back to mine because I live with parents, and I also live about fifty minutes away. So we're like, it's a nice night outside. Do you want to go for a walk and just kind of chill at the park? Mm. And yeah, we kind of played a little nice little game of uh, truth or dare on on some of the on some of the swings and the slides. So nice. It's nice. nice. So this was a Tinder girl. Ah, uh, yeah, I met her before. Like we found out, really like really lovely girl. Yeah. And um, good mate, very much her friends with met us kind of vibes. We kind of know what's going on. Yeah. And yeah, another little game of uh, truth or dare, and it was great fun, just kind of chilling there. Yeah, beautiful. But now, like every time I go, every time I take the train to uni, I have to go past that park. Now I'm like, oh my god, that 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 gives me a good time. Yeah, I've um, Swan Street. I've actually uh, made uh, quite a few dalliances on per se. So, but, did you sleep with this girl at um, the park? Uh, no, I was like just fondling, fiddling, and fondling. Oh, so you had a bit of finger play. Oh, exactly. Yeah, uh, here and there. But I have um, done it outside R- Richmond Station before. That was funny. Richmond Station. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know kind of what that is? No. Do you know what Richmond Station is? Yeah. Yeah, and do you know. Um, I can th- never go back there. <laughs> I feel like there's like a multiple exes that we're putting on there. It's like Adam's been there, can't go there, can't go there. Essentially, Richmond Station is like on Swan, um, right next to Swan Street. Swan mm. Street's are very much a busy nightclub precinct. Mm. Went to the corner hotel with a girl one time. It was very clear what we're looking for. Ah. We've heard, I mean, I think we all know now kind of how I do things. Have a chat, have a dance, going well. She said, oh, would you like to go clubbing? I'm like, sure. We get back to her car and we're like, um, okay, so I take we both not keen on clubbing now. She's like, I think I said something like, I'm keen on some physical action, but that's, that's not dancing. So we ended up- Is that what you said? I think I said something along the lines of that. And then, uh, and then what happened? I think uh, you can guess. It was a rainy night, but we were literally like about 10 minutes, probably about tw- 20 minutes away from like a nightclub. Mm. And we were just kind of like in the like car park. But the only reason you couldn't see all the um, mirrors and the windows yeah. is because it was rain. It was pissing down rain the whole night. So, did yeah. you guys have sex in the car? Yep, did it. Yeah, did okay. everything. You can still go to... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a classy guy. Wouldn't do, it at a, wouldn't, wouldn't do it at a station. No, I did it in the car park. But it was literally like people were like... He's got a room. People were lining up for all the clubs literally like 30 minutes away from me <laughs> so wow. we were definitely um, taking our chances with there and then there's also the Fitzroy Gardens story that I told to everybody last week about doing yeah. it on the dinosaur slide and yes yeah, there's also god now I'm, I'm starting to make myself blush here <laughs> he is Man turning red ladies and gents yeah no that's just a, sun, that's just a sunburn and the eczema <laughs> but yeah um, no, last night I hanged out with the chick we actually went to a comedy show okay yeah yeah no the comedians um, you know like Sam Pang Sam Pang. You know, know you know Mick Malloy, right? No. I don't know these people. So, two big kind of comedians around. I don't know names. I'm super I'm bad with names. No, kind of down to the Palais Theatre, and then we kind of just went along the uh, boulevard. We're actually in your area, funnily enough. Mm. <laughs> and, yeah, then we kind of just drove around and went to Sandringham, and kind of found, like, um, next to the... Kind of went for a walk on the rock wall. The big rock wall kind of, like, up here. Mm-hmm. Chilled there for a bit, and then we went back to hers. Mm-hmm. And I literally just got a text from her about five minutes ago saying, hey, I think you might have left your belt in my car last night. Oh, beautiful. And like, It's always that, good to leave something. That, that explains where I left it. I'm like, uh, I've left my mark, literally and metaphorically. Because <laughs> now you've got to go back and get it. Oh, exactly. So, yeah, so I might, yeah, you might have a, another fun, answer. spontaneous time. I mean, can't you tell that was the plan all along? Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's always the plan. Completely side note, this is when I just steal your shirt. <laughs> when it, yeah, well, that, that too, you know. If you leave a shirt with me... It is mine now. I think, yeah. What if they're like, so let's organize a time to come back for me to come back and get it. It's like, oh, I think. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think my my roommate must have taken. I thought, it, no, we're giving it to the op shop. Yeah, kind of put on put on hand drive. It's like, like yeah. a photo of me with it on my Instagram. I did not keep your shirt. Yeah, fa- I've never seen it before. Fake news and Photoshop. That's me. Exactly. I love that. Be like my my go to thing. Um, I was unattended. No, I wasn't attended. At, I met this girl at a party when I was in Byron Bay, and she okay. ended up taking my phone. Oh, it's gone. It's, yeah, it's hers I was now. like. And then I got. A, I was looking for it. For, I was in her room. I'm like looking underneath her bed, like pulling out her mattress, trying to find it because she's gone to work. And I'm like, oh, doesn't matter. I'll go home and I'll message someone on on Facebook to see if they've, you know, got my phone. Yeah, she she took my phone. <laughs> and she's like, oh, so sorry, I took your phone. I'm like, oh, that's okay. I'll come back and get it another time. Mm. And then she never spoke to you again. No, I came back. Um, the vibes are different. Anyways. I yeah. have tried to get rid of people's things. Yeah. So I've, oh, this this wasn't a hookup. This was just a guy friend. I'd taken his water bottle home and I was like, can we please meet up so I can give you your shit back? Mm. I don't want this in my house. Mm. Take it home. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it back to me the next time we meet. I'm like, okay, when is that going to happen? <laughs> It wow. never happened. It's uh, mine now. It's yours. <laughs> yeah, I call the collector. It, I've actually nicknamed it the uh, the treasure hunt, which what happens when you kind of get something in the, in the thrust of passion, things go flying left, right, here, and center. So once you're done, it's literally like you turn the light. It's like okay, which is yours and which is mine. Let's kind of, let's create like two piles here. Because I'm like yeah, I'm horrendous with that. I'm kind of like okay, done and dusted. Um, okay, where before my clothes? I kind of threw them off somewhere. God knows. So yes, um, I have a history of leaving a trail of clothes um around. Ladies' bedrooms and cars, that's for sure. Do you get these clothes back? Yeah, I usually, yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the people I meet, I kind of meet, meet up with them again. So, like, I, I get reunited one way or another. That's fair. Well, I've got a question. Have you guys ever paid paid money for sex? No. <laughs> really? No, I just don't think. I prefer kind of like just the grind of it kind of like... You know what I did one night? This was my crazy story. Okay. When, I was in Bri- when I was in Brisbane, I, used to, I went to the casino and... um. I won like eight hundred bucks at the casino. Ooh, yeah, yeah, and nice. then came back, went to a wedding, like a wedding uh, party, and no, it wasn't a wedding party. It was a birthday party. Went to a birthday party at this really nice place. Ended up out in the the valley. I think I ended up paying some girl a hundred bucks if I could stay on her couch because <laughs> I left my keys at work and I couldn't actually get inside my apartment. I was like, look, I'll pay you a hundred bucks if I can sleep in your couch, and yeah, hundred percent worked. The best way to go, way, best yeah. way to go home with someone is offer offer them some money. Did you guys sleep together? Yeah, yeah, we did. Should have just hit on her. Free lodgings. But the hundred dollar is so easy. You don't yeah, even man. need to try. It's it was just all, like it, it was I all, wish I had a hundred dollars just to throw at something. <laughs> <laughs> it was safe to say it was a worthwhile investment. Yeah, it was great. Oh. It came, and it came to like I slept over her house and she was asleep that that morning, and then I was like. Try, like trying to sneak on out she wakes up she's like can I have the money I was like fuck I'm like oh, no. yeah whatever oh and I, and I gave her I gave her the so you only bucks. gave her the money because you got caught yeah. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is it wasn't easy just trying to get away with it well I had the hundred bucks in my wallet and then it was like I was leaving in the morning I'm like oh do I just keep my hundred dollars <laughs> And then nah, that got busted. I'd have been like, did I, good, did I do a good enough job last night to um, bypass the payment? <laughs> yeah, to, legit. To offer payment in other... In, you don't um, want the answer to that question. No, in goods and services rather than uh, monetary uh, exchange. Anyways, I think we've had a great conversation. We're going to move on to the next couple of songs. 
got a uh, request by Adam here. Shooting stars? Yeah, I can say. Let's do it. Bag Raiders, shooting stars. You're listening to Sin. That was shooting stars by Bag Raiders. You're here with Jack, Adam, and Liz. This is the Naughty Rude Show. How are we all doing? It's nearly 10 o'clock. It's nearly time to go home, unfortunately for us. I think another two hours of fun, of dirtiness, of cheekiness, and... Just enjoyment, as always. Always a pleasure with you two. Yeah. Definitely an exciting night. It was. Mm. It was. I think we'll definitely all learn to learn a couple of new things about each other. What, Mostly what are you. <laughs> always we're, le- we're learning new things about Adam. Always. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Now, I've learned a few things this episode. I've learned some um, different ways to pull in the club. Mm. You know, like that's always always good to know. I think the age chat was also very interesting. Kind yeah. of like, what's our experience with age? Where do we kind of think? Where's kind of, where do the limits lie? Yeah. And how do we how do we feel about that at all? Yeah, and I'm also glad that we covered the uh, how to how do we meet someone type mm. conversation. Oh, exactly. I had that conversation with my sister a while ago. She was she was trying to find a partner. She's like, where do I find one? Mm. Well, tune into our conversations. That's uh, oh, exactly. we can sort of talk about it. I think sometimes the for all what we talk about and all the BSI, personally speak, I think that first step is always the most difficult thing because like making that first move, just saying hi to someone, it can be nerve wracking. I like I get nervous all the time talking to people, whether it's in a flirty sense, a career sense, or just a a life sense. Yeah, like it's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to fail. And it's okay to be re- rejected. That's just my little piece. Yes, life life will throw things at you. Stay tuned to yourself, and um, yeah, yeah, find your find your confidence. If you've lost your confidence, well, you can yeah. always find it again. I think yeah. Um, sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, Jack, but I think this might be our final episode for you tonight. Well, exactly right. We're just having a little oh. conversation, guys. I'm so sorry to tell you, but this is my last episode. You won't be hearing from Jack. Um, I'm moving oh. to Queensland. I'm leaving. I'm leaving Melbourne. Bye. Unfortunately, uh, would you say, Liz? Bye. Yeah. See ya. I'm gonna miss ya. Yeah, you wouldn't know, but Liz is actually in tears right now. Like I she, know. Can, she can barely compose. She can barely compose herself. So sad. No, that's okay, Liz. Look, um. Well, you know, there's there's all those helplines you can reach out to. I know. Would you like me to repeat them? Yeah, I think you should. No, maybe maybe not. <laughs> I mean, they can go look them up. Um, but yeah, guys, it's been it's been a very pleasure. Very is that is that right to say? Very pleasure. It's been yeah. a very pleasure hanging That's out with you. It's been a years. pleasure. It's been a very pleasure. pleasurable experience. It's there been a very go. amazing experience being on the show. And thank you for listening to us. Um, but the Naughty Root Show still continues. It's not. It's not finished. I'm just. I'm just finished. Even You're, though. Even though I'm like, a massive part of it. You know. <laughs> yeah, you were the glue that holds us together. Oh, we right. just kind of. We just have to accept that the. You don't. You don't want to reflect. Don't be sad about the ending. Be happy about the experience, as the old cliche goes. But yes, we shall be back. Um, as always, eight o'clock next Sunday with more cheeky adventures. Yes, for sure. We're going to follow this uh, segment out with a banger by Bible Mummy. Act your age. I think it fits very well within the topics we're talking about. I think yeah, it's pretty appropriate. You're listening to Sin. This is the Naughty Rude Show.